welcome back to Best of Three, Non-Productive's Board Game Review Show. Yay! Each episode, our hosts, Mike and Eric, Hi there. And are joined in studio by a special guest, Frank. Each armed with their choice of game, they feel best represents the theme challenge for that show. Through tears, violence, and skullduggery, they compete to determine which game is the best of three. What's our theme for this week, Mike? Well, our theme for this week is games we've recently purchased. That's actually a great idea for a, for a show. It seems like, you know, it, it's somewhat arbitrary, but it's like, it's fair. Everybody has to play with the rules. Well, yeah, and that's that's pretty much what I was like. I'm like, ah, well, I gotta get Eric's feet wet with uh, Best of Three, so that's I'm right. like, this is a good way to throw him in. I, right. I'm Eric, nowhere near the board game fanatic you all are. Right, but you have purchased games recently, and you, you can participate with us, I believe, right? Yes, okay. I have. Excellent. So now this is the part of the show where we each talk about which game we've chosen, or and in this case, chosen for us, to represent us in this uh, challenge. Now, since the concept of this show is most recently purchased game, you have to forgive us. We're not as familiar with them as we normally are. So, Mike, you go first. What did you? What is your most recent uh, purchase? My most recent purchase is Takedo. Takedo. Okay, I've heard of that game. I feel like I've even played it, but I don't know. Can you give us like the quick five second? What is it? What's You're the going game from Kyoto to Tokyo, or modern day Tokyo. Oh, okay. I have not played this game. I thought it was something completely different. So that's cool. Eric, what was your most recent purchase? Forbidden Desert, the sequel to Forbidden Island. I was going to ask that. Oh, okay. So that's cool. I've heard wonderful things, and I've actually played Forbidden Island a couple of times. So cool. I did not know they had a sequel out. Uh, my game is going to be Dixit. Dixit is a puzzle. No, it's not really a puzzle game. It's an illustration-based game, so you and your other players have to kind of build a story based on the images and the cards that are handed out. Very cool. Now, Frank, di- didn't you just do that in one of our episodes? I don't know if I ever did. I mean, it's been a while since I've I've, I've had the game, but it, yeah, I don't, I don't but, think... But I... we're talking about recent purchases. I think I actually remember you talking about Dixit. I, I have. I, I've had it for quite a while. It's it's one of my favorite games. Um, it's not technically my most recent purchase, but, I mean, it's, it's a fairly recent one. What's your most recent one? I don't see... That, that's mean, what we're talking about here. Yeah, but I mean, it's not. That wasn't really for me, so I don't. I don't. I don't think it's worth talking about. It is the topic, though. Well, I mean, I was. So do you? I was at a, like a cheap store, a thrift store recently. Not a like a, a brand thrift store, uh, with nieces and nephews, and they, you know, as kids do, they beg and plead, and I bought them a game. Um, I don't even remember the name of the game, but that would probably be my most recent game. You, you sure you don't remember? It was a. It was a cat themed game it was like card based you had to like match rooms with cats it was um catch it uh, fetch it maybe hold on uh let me see if i can find this on the i don't know why we're even bothering well, pounce. I mean, pounce. That, pounce pounce that sounds interesting that it is it is not it I, is i don't know <laughs> i i like cats and if if i know our fans they love cats too this is a game right game so i i mean what's it, what is game right it's a it's a game production company they, they do some good stuff and then they do a lot of stuff that's kind of for the mass market it's for kids i don't know if i could really i mean interestingly enough dixit is also kind of for kids because it's a lot of it's chiefly non-verbal so it's one of the reasons why i really enjoy the game you're I'm not going to talk about pounce you're not going to make me I, I think you have to talk about pounce yeah i'm just a little bit more i mean that's the game you most recently purchased and On by the way best of three we have five categories all our games compete under that is complexity replayability cost hacks and fun so we're each gonna go around try to give our best uh best argument for um any one of those categories and then i'm not gonna talk about pounce i don't give a crap what you guys say 
All right, first up, complexity. Mike, why don't you take us uh, along a ride to uh, to Kyoto? I'm sorry. It's, a, it's okay. It's from Kyoto to modern day. Listen, Tokyo. I'm just I'm proud that I was able to remember the name of the city. It's don't don't judge me. So the game Takedo is uh, you are traveling from Kyoto to modern day Tokyo. Well, I don't know what the city is actually called, but it's what is currently modern day Tokyo. Okay. And you're you're traveling across a already established path, but on the path there are different areas you can go to to earn points. You can either make a painting, you can pray at the temple and okay. donate to the temple. You can uh, are these go like to the store m- and mini buy tasks, stuff. or are they just like things you go and once you say you do it, you get a point for it. You random? go to it, and for instance, if you go to the store. You take, I think, well, the the character I played last with, I could take three cards. I don't think it's traditionally three. Mm-hmm. And you just take those cards, you look at them, and based off of the money you have, you can buy those. And you try to match uh, symbols. And not and match. You, match, you, you want to have a diversity of symbols. If okay. you ha- I think there's up to five. I think there's five symbols. And if you have five of those, all five symbols, you get extra points based off of that. All right. And you need the the, the proper pairing to say that you've done a task. So like, uh, to make a painting or whatever. Yes. And, yeah. you know, so like the first paint, like certain paintings, there's three different areas you can go to. One of them is three panoramas. One is four panoramas and the other is five panoramas. <laughs> Some place has got like a really good, good view and you want to make sure yeah. you get there. And then you also have the bank you can go to to collect three coins because mm-hmm. it's expensive. And then you... Uh, there's three different rest spots that are hotels, and there you have to buy food. Now, you said something about characters. Yes. So you actually have characters to play. Like so I actually the, thought this was a train game at first. No. In the beginning of the game, you are randomly dealt a character, and your character has some sort of special ability and also tells you how much money you start with. Mm-hmm. Um, the character I had allowed me to buy... I believe it was allowed me to buy all the pieces at once. Uh, another one is you can get discounts on stuff and... Oh, companion... Uh, if you go when you go to look at the companions, you get to draw the top two of the companion pile instead of just. I'm gonna one. call bull on this not being complex because <laughs> I, this is actually seems pretty damn complex. Are these characters by name or by like class? Are you like the merchant? No, no, you have like a character name. Do you remember your character name? No, I do not. That's complex. I think that counts as a complex. It's not. It's not I'm complex. Call you I'm middle I'm, of the road complex. Yeah, for this it really. Game. I I truly feel it is middle of the road complex because yeah. once you're playing through the game, depending on which road you chose to like not actual physical road because there's only one but which way you chose to play the game whether you want to collect the art because the person who completes each panorama first gets extra points Mm -hmm. just like real art yeah 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 i mean everyone can build that same make can make the same panorama but the first person gets more money what age range would you say would be good for this game that's a good way of determining Hmm. uh, complexity and i'm not just Um, saying that because i picked the child's game i would say between uh, a good age would probably be around ten. Would be All a good right. age to start with, and up to through adulthood. All right, cool. You don't have like you don't get immediately bored and put it. Oh, I should not have brought that up. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, so I'll go. Dixit. Uh, Dixit is actually incredibly. Uh, I thought we were talking about pounds. You can think lots of things, but I'm going to talk about Dixit. So Dixit is interesting because basically at the at one point in the game, you get uh, people get shuffled out art, and uh, based on the art. You have to figure out what the judge... It's a little bit like Apples to Apples, where you have to determine what the judge thinks of that piece of art. And it's all graphically displayed. It's it's a beautiful game. And, of course, you could play it over and over again. We'll get into that into replayability. Is it like Pictionary, it's, then? It's not quite Pictionary, because the art is already done. It's more like a Rorschach test, oh. where you have to determine what you're thinking. I'm sorry, I haven't heard anything about cats. 
All right. Or matching them. Dixit is... A, no, no, I think is, the game is called hold Pounce. On. Dixit is not a complex game. You could play it with children. I highly recommend it. Now, if you'll shut up, Pounce. <laughs> pounce is also for children, but there might be a cap to how old you are. How old would you say would be? I would say probably around, like, once you start to understand the rules of games, like seven, you might get a little bored with Pounce, as is. Now, what I heard around the block is you love this game, Pounce. Shut up. Now you're crossing the line. So basically, in Pounce, you have a handful of cats that look different. Like, they're, like, class cats. So you got, like, a cat that's, like, smugly looking at a fishbowl and a cat that looks like it's in a grocery bag. And then there's a hand, a bunch of rooms. So there's the kitchen, and then there's the wherever room you would have a goldfish bowl in. This is teaching kids some very dangerous thoughts. This cat is is fancy, and so he belongs in the fancy room. This cat, well, well, all rooms this cat are belongs equal outside. In this, and all breeds of cats are also equal. But the the effective point of the game is to as quickly as possible match your and, and kind of deceptively because the cards are face down match your cat with the proper rule so there's a little bit of playing where you have to know what your brother and or sister and or cousin and or sibling and or stranger what was kidnapped and made to play this game with you would play next but uh, there isn't a hell of a lot of thinking involved mm, Dixit on the other hand <laughs> all creative well, all creative my, thoughts my, my thoughts on Dixit is though that it a lot more has to do with the person judging than it does the person handing in the card. It's a lot like any kind of judgment-based game, like, um, we'll say, like, Apples to Apples, where, like, you can have not fun playing this if you're with a group of people who are like, I don't understand anything! Like, it's just frustrating. But I'm going to agree with you, because I've also recently played this, that it is not particularly a complicated game. No, it is. It's a fun game. You're talking about Dixit, right? Not Pounce? No, Pounce is No, I've never played Pounce because I'm an adult. Uh, All right, listen. Once you have to take care of kids that you know nothing about, (laughs) come call me. All right, Eric, what's your complexity of Forbidden uh, Desert? Forbidden Desert, yeah. Yeah. Uh, The game starts off, you're all stranded in a desert. Whoa! I know. I think it's Forbidden. But uh, the point is that there's a coming sandstorm. Is this because you came back from the island? No, it's completely separate. <laughs> that would be cool if it were. If no, were I actually think, I think the story is that on your way back from the island, your plane crashes in a desert. No, no, no. You're, you're, it's, it's completely not... Th- that would be horrible. It's like, yay, we're finally off this desert island. Oh, we're going to die here you, instead. You, you're both clearly writing fanfic for the board game. No, no, wait. Wait, there's more. There's Inuyasha right. comes in and it's all very uh, we're, sick. We're no, now it's awkward. <laughs> so, yes, you're on a desert. With right. You're and the, on a desert. With as many, it's it's one to however many, it's you know optimal like four people, mm-hmm. but you're standing in a desert and a sandstorm's coming and you're all gonna die, which is kind of what makes it different. It's not a competitive game. You all have to work together, or you will all die. Uh-huh. Uh, sand dunes come and go as the winds blow, and you have to dig through the sand and discover several pieces of an ancient flying ship, put them together, and get the hell out. Now, I have a question, because this game sounds very, very familiar to me, and I don't quite know why. Do you have, like, a sun shield or something also at points to, like, protect yourself or something? There are um, certain cards, because you, you will have you have water, and you have to drink Sorry, water, because yeah. it's in the desert. I, I think there will be some things that will allow you to consume less water, maybe. I, I forget if it is or a like sun like caves shield. or something. Yeah, there are caves. That, there like, are, protect you from the sun. There sunlight. are tunnels uh, that will act as shortcuts, because... Uh, when the dunes get higher, they make it harder to impossible to traverse. I don't. Get, what are you getting at, Mike? 
No, I, I'm not trying to get anything. I'm just trying to rec- uh, remember. Is this like a rebranding of a different game? That it, would be awesome if it, that were true. Well, I mean, it's just... Yeah, it's, it's a rebranding of, of Forbidden, Forbidden Island. Island. No, it's not. The same it's the same right. company. Well, so, that's I mean, not quite the... All right. But, yeah, everybody gets to choose their profession. Because uh, their, their, that's the cards you can pick. You can be a hiker or uh, an, a digger. And each one has allows you different things. And mm-hmm. the main part is you all have to actually work together. I love competitive uh, cooperative games, uh, so I'm 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 in favor of that. No, I, I do too. I think that they're underplayed. Yeah, uh, well, I, if we have to judge this category right away, clearly Dixit wins for complexity because it is both simple, but at the same time you can play it. Up but until, your game is pounds, you know, which I think wins because it's even simpler. Well, it's simpler, but I, I, it's it's kind of too simple. It's it does tip over the other way. If All right, fine, pounds loses. But then I think the I don't know Forbidden Desert kind of gets it. Uh, I think my game is is beautiful because it is middle of the road and complex. All right, fine. We're going to give it to Takedo. All right, then. It looks like Takedo has it all. How much does a game like that run, Mike? Well, I luckily was able to get it on sale from a certain place. It falls off of the back of a truck price. Doesn't count on best of three. No, no, no. This is a legit place that a lot of Americans like going to, and they have great prices on things. Do they mostly sell coffee and not books? No, mm, no, no. This place, no, 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 no. This place day. is where a lot of um, everything's on sale, and they sell everything. Okay, is there like a wall of games in this? Yes. shopping yes. market. Yes, there is. Got it. Um, all right, and what is the uh, what the is the actual, retail? So price? I, I paid from through through them, uh, including shipping, thirty dollars. But the game itself, uh, ever since it was uh, talked about on other uh, a certain. Um, certain better game yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's uh price skyrocketed to like 40 i couldn't find it for cheaper than like 50 bucks oh wow that's not good yeah. i do not like that all right how about you i can get it on amazon right now for 20 dollars. okay and that's new i can get it for cheaper if it's used oh all right so he's he now, at least you want went a used with the... game uh, no one's licking it <laughs> ah, <laughs> all right well at least you did give us the new price on amazon uh i guess Pounce does win this category at five bucks. Wow. That's right. Uh, Dixit probably goes for around 30 or something, maybe 30 to 40. Uh, around 30. I think yeah. it's 25 to 30. Yeah, it depends on where you get it and which edition and which That version. place that is a bullseye sells it for around that price. Why are we doing this? All right. So are you saying that you uh, get what you pay for? With Pounce? Yes. I think we're on to replayability. Wait, would you pounce on it? Shut up. Replayability. All right. So how likely are you to replay this game with your friends and or family? Um, I have no problems going first. Dixit is very replayable, despite the fact that it has a certain amount of like graphics cards in there. But can't you just get the expansions and stuff like that? You can always get the expansions, but I don't know quite count that as replayability. I bought a box, a game. I want to keep playing that. It's not but Magic the Pounce? Gathering. How many times did you want to play Pounds? I could not stand playing it more than once. Once you figure out what the game is, it's it's now, hard to keep Do you think... Now, hear me out. If you were younger or just less game intuitive, intuitive, yeah. um, would it be something you would be I more willing to play? younger kids tend to play games in the goal of beating a sibling or something. So they, it's like oh, yeah, almost you infinite, your yeah, yeah, it's infinitely replayable, even if it's a terrible game, um, which I don't know, quite say that Pounce is, but um, yeah, I guess it would probably be more replayable for a kid. Though I suppose um, kids will also watch the same episode of Spongebob 12 times in a row, too. Well, so do old people with shows like NCIS. So do I with Spongebob. <laughs> 
Mike, what about your game? Is it replayable? Uh, yeah, no, it's definitely replayable because you have, in, in and of itself, there's just the different characters you can get in the beginning gives mm-hmm. you just replayability through that. But then on top of it, you can always just choose different, different paths. paths and styles yeah. of winning. Sounds pretty cool. How about Forbidden Desert? Literally the first time I played, we played three times because you can pick different characters. It, the game takes about 20 minutes. So you, when you're done, you're not, you don't feel like you're done. You're ready for another one. And you can always pick different characters, shuffle the board around. It's always a different adventure. Now, see, personally, I don't like ga- I I do like some games that end... But like when I feel like I wasn't satisfied and I need to play it again, like that, that just leaves me feeling like I wasn't satisfied with the game. I was gonna f- consider giving your game, Mike, the win in this category. But then I said because that. your mouthiness, I think I'm gonna give it to Eric. That's <laughs> mean. That's mean. It definitely does not belong to either Dixit or Pounce, to be honest. Dixit, I'm I'm surprised how replayable it is, considering the fact there's a finite number of art cards. But even then, it, it feels like it might I think, eventually wear out. I think wait with Dixit, it's you. It's re- more replayable if you just keep bringing it to different groups of people. That's true too, and I don't know a lot of people will tolerate me. I'd like to question the the judging on these points. You won last oh, round. It's, you sure it's about entirely that? arbitrary? Yeah, yeah. It's not arbitrary. It's science. Let's <laughs> move yeah, on the to robot. hacks. Hacks. All right, now I like to remind you guys, like I said in the beginning of the show, these are games we just recently purchased, so hacks are going to be kind of sloppy at best. Um, hmm. Let's start with Eric. How would you hack Forbidden Desert, a game based on one of the more popular games in creation? Forbidden. Well, the best one I could come up with was is to immediately turn around the com- the cooperative spirit of the game and attempt to build your airship instead of your now competitors and try instead to bury them to death. Oh, bury your... So you're not helping each other anymore. You're each trying to build your ship. All right. right. It seems like that would be a major hack to the game. Yes. seeing you'd be that destroying there's... the one thing that was fun about it. Yeah, and you're also getting rid of the... or how, how Like, for instance, how do you deal with like the fact that things are limited? Do you have to like go and fight some... Like, get it from them? Like the hull of the ship. How do you get the hull of the ship? There's only one hull of the ship. There's only one hull of the ship. So you have to either try and get the person who has it to either bring it back to the what would then be ancient launch pad or (laughs) you attempt to bury them alive. And you you can't really deny how much fun it is to murder somebody via sand. I think you could do this without adding extra chips to the game. I think you just have to modify the whole exhaustion mechanic when you like you're out and yeah, eat it, too much or too much not enough water yeah yeah that would be the thing and I, the bad things that happen too yeah because as as the game goes on the uh sandstorm gets worse and the more sand comes so you would have to nerf that because you're now working alone yeah mm-hmm. and that, that at that point it's you know the they the reason that that was ramped so high was to make the game you know more competitive because if you have it as oh no you yeah. know it just and then you it's like you it, just get take to your point. sweet time yeah all right, interesting hack. Mike, what do you got, if anything? So, this one was a little bit difficult for me because like, I've only played the game a few times, and but every time I've enjoyed it. I would try something like um, when you go to the hotel and you have to buy the uh, your food, that instead of, like, you, the way it works is you add one more card than there are a number of players to, to, to take the food from. And instead of you actually being able to look at it, it's randomly established. And the reason that I think this would be an interesting hack is it would make you have to conserve more money. Because you have to pay for your food. Your food's not free. 
And if you can't afford it, you just don't get any food. And then that hurts you. Hmm. That's interesting. So, but, like, if, if you don't have any food, do you move slower? Do you die? I don't remember because I always had food. Mm. We'd have to ask Rob because Rob did not have food all the time. He could not pay. <laughs> That's the saddest, saddest reality and the saddest hack I've ever heard. Uh, well, I guess if I don't have to, I, I don't have the the bar isn't really high for me, is it? In terms of hacks, go ahead. Uh, Hack pounce. Oh really? Yeah, yes. pounce. Pounce. Do it. That's the right. one. That's that's your game. We've you established know what? that's your you game. You just threw this one in my lap because pounce is so poorly conceived that anything would be a great hack. Wouldn't for it. it be brilliantly conceived because it's for children? Shut up. So basically, again, the way you play, I'm not even gonna try doing Dixit now. I'm straight up pounce. Uh, the way you play pounce again is you got a cat card, you match it up with a proper room card, you want to collect them all. So all you need to do is to make pounce far more playable is to combine it with another childhood favorite hide and go seek take the room cards and instead of just putting them in a row for people to slap down and slap each other and then fight over it and say i got it first actually hide them in different rooms put them in certain places and make the kids go out and find it it becomes a hunting game a a cooperative game if you let them trade rooms amongst each other and it it combines two wonderful childhood kind of experiences fighting with brothers and sisters or siblings or cousins or friends or whatever and you know actually playing a physical activity get them out of the damn parlor which is where kids are these days i suppose parlor parlor yeah, yeah. grandpa and, yeah and then make them out and put them out in the the, get them the out they're still in the house though they're not going outside to get sunlight I so I, they could I, you could you could hide it outside shut up that's why. Then, then you damage it, ruin the game. I, I'm going to be perfectly honest. Yours does sound better, but when you do it that way yeah. compared to Pounce normally. Yeah, it, it becomes an actually somewhat fun game if you add some physical activity or increase the amount of physical activity required. You know what? I want to revisit later in another episode Takedo and come up with better hack. I'm well, going to work on it. It would yeah. appear that the best hack to Pounce is to play something else. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, you're just playing a different game and just no, not at all. associating you're, the cards with it. You are, you are playing a more developed game with cards just shut up is why um well i guess we're moving on to the last category fun which one of these games is fun dixit is a lot of fun dixit's not your game yeah pounce we... is also a game next mike <laughs> uh to kind of a lot of fun i just Good cannot yeah it was it was well worth it i would uh, even if i paid the 50 dollars, it would have been worth ooh, it oh wow that's a that's and, a big claim yeah he's really cheap too all right, I am. Eric. He really is cheap. No, Forbidden Forbidden Desert is a ton of fun. It's exciting. It's fun. You play it several times in one night, and you don't even feel bad about it. All right. Not based off of my experiences. That's because I buried you alive in sand. All right. Well, we're going to let the machines tell us who wants. We're polling our audience. We're going to Skynet. We're doing a bunch of things. And then we have our answer. We don't need that. We have an actual sound effect we could add later on. <laughs> All right. And we have our answer. And the winner is Dixit. No, no, didn't even show up as one of the options. The winner is Takedo. Well, thank you. I, uh, I would like to boo. thank all of my fans out there that listen to uh, Best of Three. I uh, do this one for you mom. guys. Yeah. His all mom. right. So basically, in case you're wondering, the game was just the right level of complexity. It had a lot of replayability. And it was mostly just the fun that took you over the top. That game was apparently just 
a blast. You, you know, next time we hang out and play games, I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna play that one because I All think, right. I honestly think you'll like it. Cool, cool. And I, I all props to the people of the Forbidden X uh, franchise, <laughs> but I think Takata wins this round hands down. Pounce available in a dollar store near you, possibly. Where you should leave it. Yeah. <laughs> no, you could you could do things. With well, if it. you have young nieces and nephews like that, yeah. you don't particularly care for. Uh, wow, that's harsh. Well, it's a true. Well, harsh.